Welcome to the Nearly Coherent Podcast, the 74th most popular business and technology podcast on Spotify in Malta. I'm Ed, and sitting over there, highlighted in red like the sexy devil he is, is my buddy Jeff, the olive oil to my Popeye. How are you, buddy? Dude, I'm doing well. I'm proud to be the co-host of the 74th most popular business and technology Spotify podcast in Malta. Yeah, Malta, where they famously shot the Popeye movie. That's why you are the olive oil to my Popeye. And speaking of olive oil and Popeye, we also have our own little sweet pea, Duke. Duke's here. (laughs) Here to bring us down from our 74th spot, probably down to 76th. Wow. I'll just leave then. Don't you dare. So speaking of Popeye and Malta... I was a fan of Popeye growing up. Were you? I'm a fan of Popeye to this day. It's, but it's not really like on anymore. You know what I mean? Like it was very popular when we were younger. Yeah. Then the movie was with Robin Williams. Love it. Right. All great. But you know what's funny? Did you know that Popeye was based off of like a real dude? No. I presumed it was based off of Robin Williams. Retroactively. Very inspired casting in that case. Now, this guy, man, Rocky Feigl or something like that. I love it already. From Illinois, because apparently the, the creator of Popeye lived in the town that this guy was from, like a legend in this town. Frank, Frank Feigl, Feigl. Okay. But the dude had one eye, no teeth, had the pipe in his mouth. If you look up real life Popeye, it's... It kind of, I kind of lose respect for the creator because he didn't really create anything. He just drew this guy as a cartoon. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is Popeye. That's like when Bart creates a comic strip about Angry Dad based off of the exploits of Homer. That's what this guy did. That's what this is. Yeah. watch that the simpsons no i should but i don't i watched it when i was a kid maybe even a teenager a little bit but i think once south park came out i never looked back i don't watch south park anymore either but south park really killed the simpsons for me straight up held a pillow up to homer's mouth and smothered him yeah it did although they, they out they remember they put out an album they put out several yes they did? I love them. What was the first album? The Simpsons Sing the Blues? Yes. That was my favorite. Songs in the Key of Springfield. That was my jam. Yeah? Yeah, that's the one that it has, if I'm not mistaken, the monorail song, and we put the spring in Springfield when they're trying to stop them from burning down the burlesque house. Uh, season four. How many seasons are they? 5,000. There's a lot of them, right? There's 30 seasons or more. It's been going on for some time. I think the crazy thing is all the stuff that that show has predicted. And I know there's like a little bit of the Nostradamus effect there where, you know, he kind of gets credited for stuff that he generalized and was ultra, ultra vague about. And then they make it out as if it was this 
very boldly accurate prediction, but there are some pretty odd coincidences between those two. Mr. Burns being basically everybody in government. Pretty good. I forgot the name of Smithers for a minute there, and I just totally wrecked my brain. And I Waylon Smithers? Basically the yellow Mike Pence. Hey, hey, Val, how you doing over there, buddy? I'm just listening to your voices. That's what people do. You get the unedited version, too. Lucky you. And I get to see your faces. Unlucky you. Highlight of my week. Aw, buddy, thank you. I needed that. What have you been up to? Trying to sleep, mostly. Okay. Like, I get home the follow the past weeks. I haven't been here. I've literally been in bed at, like, 8 o'clock, keeping my eyes closed and going, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, because I just, I don't sleep. Been trying, but I gave up. Have you taken anything like melatonin or anything like that? I've tried almost like every bedtime tea, every relaxing tea. I do the, the pillow sprays. I've taken the baths with lavender. I've done CBD oil. The only thing I really don't do, which everyone is just telling me to do, is smoke a joint. But I don't really agree with that because the type of high that I used to get when I used to smoke was I would get very, very paranoid. Famously not helpful for sleeping. Yeah, the, kind of the opposite of how you want to feel. Have you tried crystal meth? Doesn't that keep you up? Yeah, but then you don't have to worry about sleeping. That's true. It doesn't help you sleep, but it also eliminates the need for. I'm a visionary. I'm the Simpsons of sleepy times. Well, actually, to the same point, which I don't want to sound stupid, but I have been falling asleep to the few times that I do fall asleep. Been too. Don't say to this podcast. Don't say to this podcast. No. Oh, thank God. Futurama. That's better. I would have appreciated it if it was this podcast because it would have been more listens, but all right, that's fine. Well, I get excited when I hear your voice. I don't get, oh, that's soothing. I get like, oh, it's sad. I love him. And I say, wait, and then I text you and you're like, stop calling me. That's only happened 14 times. God. Enough with the meth. I'm trying to sleep. Exactly. (laughs) But the Futurama movies, I don't know what it is, but all of them have put me to sleep. More than anything I've ever taken or... Maybe it's because that show is terrible. Well, for the movies, the show is good. It's just the movies. You know what other show might work for you? How It's Made. Have you ever watched How It's Made? No. How It's Made is one of these... You know, it's not like on TLC now or whatever it's on, but it was like one of these public access, like you go through, not public access. I think TLC put rebroadcast them, but whatever it's made for, it's all like factory tours. You remember on Mr. Rogers when they would do the segment and take you through the factory? Hell yeah. Yeah. It would show you how stuff was made. Well, that's what how it's made does. Same type of thing. So, you know, they'll say like how it's made soap and it'll go through soap factory and the ingredients and the process and the machines. But you have a little bit of the white noise from the machines going. You have typically soothing narrator voice and this constant background elevator music that is completely uninteresting. It's a real good fall asleep show. Wait a minute. minute. Something completely disinteresting that just kind of the noise goes right through your head. Uh, that's good for sleep just call dave problem is every time i hear dave talk i get furiously angry which is not good to fall asleep to true same problem with the paranoia i get it yeah oh i hope the the sleepy time meth helps you buddy well it's funny that you call it meth i've been trying this supplement it's from a company called bucked up sounds like a company that sells like frozen deer urine to hunters by the way exactly are you drinking like a frozen deer urine Slurpee? No, they're supplements. Oh, so you're just taking powdered deer urine. Got it. Yes. Oh, gross. That's disgusting. Awesome. I don't want. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Ew. Hey, Jeff. You know what I did this weekend? 
What did you do? Watch the Pete Davidson special on Netflix. Oh. You watched it. I did. You watched it. What did you think? I got to be honest. I like him a thousand percent more now. I found it very well done. I found him not as annoying. I found the fact that he could jump into a voice that wasn't his usual, I'm an idiot voice, pretty impressive because I didn't think he had that kind of range. I wish he did it more though. He did too much of that weird like stoner drone that he has. Which is just his voice. Yeah, whatever. But it was good. I like him better in interviews when he's just talking. Like he did an interview with Charlemagne the God. He's much more engaging because he's still funny, but he doesn't do the jokes. Like he doesn't do the, the character Pete Davidson as much. Right. Which I like. I like the fact that he's willing to say anything. Typically when I find when somebody's willing to say anything, it's more the type of person that would also have like a uh, Confederate flag tattooed on their shoulder you know what i mean yeah he's willing to say anything you don't really want to hear them say anything yeah whereas i agree with a lot of things that pete thinks and says i just don't like him i just don't like the way he says it no i i I thought it was good and uh it has made me decide to give him another shot as a human being so i i believe he'll feel very good about that okay that's fair when he listens to this i'm a big fan of his outlook and the way he has, I guess, come back from the breakup with Ariana Grande. And he's very open about the fact that he should never have been there. Honestly, when he was like basically saying like, yeah, no, that I don't know, that made me feel a lot better about him because no, that was wrong. Also, I did enjoy his my dick's not that big. You just have tiny hands. Bit. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I thought that was funny. He is funny. Yes, he is. A half hour special of him. I think what I would have been happier with, but he is pretty good. It was OK, I should say. It's my OK review that I can give. How about this? Ready for ready for a transition? Because I had something I wanted to talk about. Give it to me. Speaking of things that are on Netflix. Yes. Y'all watch Love is Blind. Have you watched that show? Yes. No. You didn't watch it yet? No, I just wanted to see what Val's reaction would be when we show up to talk about something that she likes and we didn't watch it. I didn't watch it yet either. Take that Avengers hater. I was just luring her in. Well, I guess you guys will be happy because I don't know if you guys are really just joking with me or not. I'm only like a few episodes in, so. You haven't watched all of it yet? Not all of it. Listen, prepare to have everything spoiled. I just finished the episode where they all meet each other's parents. So that's just where I'm at. Okay. Now, I I will openly admit that I have only watched the first half of the first episode, and that is because at that point, I went, I cannot deal with these people. I hope they all die alone and turned it off. Word? I hated that shows. I don't, I mean, I'm predisposed to not like dating shows anyway, because I find everyone on them just to be irritating as hell. And this is not different, but there was something about this show that I really Oh, I had to watch. And it's funny. And like, as you're saying, it, I'm like, I don't know if I even enjoyed watching this show, but I did watch the whole thing willingly. I did want to know what happened. Like, I wanted to see it through. I did want to know what happened with these folks. This is definitely one where I wish I knew how much of it was scripted. Sell me on it. Go on a, go on a rant. Go on a tear. Convince me to watch this trash. My thing is, and I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but obviously I'm more basic than you two. True. Yeah, agreed. I love good trash TV. Like Honey Boo Boo did not do it for me because it's just all trash. But like if it's something where 
okay, I'm kind of invested in this character, even though I know they're a terrible person. I need to know what happened. Okay. And especially like, I kind of get Jessica-ish when I drink. So watching her made me a better person because I don't want to be like that. And it's not not the evil version of that. You know what I mean? Like I get kind of like, oh, well, you know, like those mannerisms with her hand in front of her face when she drinks and like the hair in front of her face. We've recorded podcasts with you before. We know. We've seen it. We know how you get. Listen. I won't make selling points for the whole show, but since Val brought up Jessica, it's worth the price of admission to see the worst person ever unfold. Mm -hmm. She's the worst. It's crazy what a piece of garbage she is. Oh, she's that one. Yeah, okay. The worst. I haven't even gotten to a point where I hate her yet. Really? That happened like right away for me. I think he'll hate her by the end of the first episode. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Listen, I don't care. Spoil away. She's got the golden retriever. Oh, she's feeding that golden retriever wine. I hope she dies. You know who I really, really, really hated, but I'm told that he redeems himself? The bald guy. He wears the fancy suits. He acts like he's too good for everybody. I didn't think that Carlton acted like he was too good for everybody. I did. I actually never hated Carlton. He gets all dramatic and he's like... She's not going to understand. Okay, well, then give her a chance to. So you made it to the part where the people that go through the first round end up on, you know, in Mexico. Yeah, I got up to when they came back. So, by the way, for the folks that don't know what this show is, it's a show on Netflix. It's called Love is Blind. There are 10 women and 10 men or something like that. And they live in this house. And the only way that the women can meet the men is in these things they call the pods. It's just a little room with a sofa and whatnot in it. And a bar. Uh, Like a little mini bar. And you sit in this room and you talk to a glass-looking frosted window wall that a member of the opposite sex is on the other side, and you have these conversations. The whole purpose, surprise, surprise, is to determine whether or not love is blind. This is an absolute trash fest. Oh, yeah. The hosts, terrible. The contestants, shitty. The whole premise, the whole setup, just god awful. But it really does become the definition of a train wreck. Can't look away. The hosts are Nicholas and Vanessa Lachey. Terrible. She introduced herself first, saying, hi, I'm Vanessa Lachey, whatever. And Nick goes, and I'm obviously Nick Lachey. I think he also says something like, I'm obviously Nick Lachey, her husband. I was like, I didn't even know that you stopped being married to Jessica Simpson, buddy. That's the thing. I'm like, hey, 98 Degrees or whatever the f- band, what band was he in? 98 Degrees. But his brother was in it too, and he was way hotter. You know, 98 Degrees was a long time ago, baby boy. You're Jessica Simpson's ex-husband to everybody. Ain't nobody walking around here being like, I know 98 Degrees songs off the top of my head. I can't even name one. Here's my big problem with Love is Blind. Go ahead. Nobody was ugly. It's not all like drop dead, gorgeous, beautiful people on there. But I would say most of them were at the absolute worst average looking people. I agree. Average looking people. My favorite is the rapping scientist. He has a special place in my heart. Oh, let me tell you something. So, Ed. Yeah. There's a scientist on there, this guy, Cameron, who I think, and my wife is fully convinced that he wears suits made of other people's skin for sure. He's so he's a very corny white dude. Okay. Ends up pairing off with and getting engaged to a black woman, goes to meet the family. So when he met, her name's Lauren, 
and her parents are divorced. So he met her parent, her, her mom first, then her dad after. And they really like the way they cut it and edited it. They tried, they really might try to build it up as if it was going to be some sort of like big racial thing. It was the complete, almost the complete opposite of, but the part that absolutely killed me when he met the mother i don't know what they were talking about i guess what his comfort level around black people would be and have you ever been in a room full of black people so he starts talking and somehow they get on the subject of him being in a hip-hop group and he proceeds to rap to freestyle rap to his fiance and her mother and it was like watching your grandparents have sex it was so uncomfortable. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. This happened to just about everybody. You remember being like a preteen, you're watching a movie with your parents and some sort of sex scene comes on. Yeah. Right. You're watching a movie in the living room and all of a sudden now there's a girl taking off her clothes or, or there's something. And the feeling that comes over you where you're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I don't know what I have to do. I heart attack or go to the bath. I got to get out of here. That's what it felt like watching this. I couldn't believe it. It was so painful. That's horrifying. If it's watching boobies with your mother kind of bad, I might have to give this another shot. That's what it is. I think you should power through this show. You know what you're getting into, but it does not disappoint. Back to my main problem with the show, aside from, oh, I will also tell you this, that rapping thing, while the most cringeworthy, is not the only thing that made you like really be like, yeesh, <laughs> you know, like this <laughs> is rough. One of the couples that proposed to each other, I watched it and I was like, this is the absolute corniest thing I've ever seen. Ever. Are we talking about G and Nina? Yes. Yep. So corny. I'm telling you, Ed, you will enjoy it. I promise. You will enjoy some of it. You will enjoy the experience in the end. I love the diminishing returns on your review. Ed, you'll love it. You will like some of it. Some of it will not irritate you. I know. You definitely probably won't want to eat a bullet by the end, but don't quote me on that. I'm trying to pinpoint how I really do think you'll feel about it. And I'm, I'm swaying kind of back and forth, but it really is reality TV garbage at its best. There's a reason why it is as popular as it's gotten. It takes those like MTV dating web, like dating shows like The X Factor or not The X Factor, sorry. That show called Next when they were on like a bus. Another fantastic trash bag dumpster fire of a show. Exactly. It takes it to that next level. They're allowed to be naked on this. They're allowed to curse because it's an Netflix show and it's like 40 minutes each episode. Like it's like, yes, give me more trash MTV dating shows. I didn't see it. Was anybody naked? I didn't see any nakedness on it. At one point, I did see a woman's butt, like a real actual butt. That's nothing. Nudity in my book. Doesn't count. If you can legally walk around with a thong with your ass hanging out, that's not nudity anymore. No, it wasn't a thong. Like, it was an actual butt. That's what I mean. Right, right. But I'm saying a thong is, it's anal floss. It's barely hiding anything. It's basically hiding the small of your back and not your ass. Now. Interesting definition. I can't say I disagree with that either. But my problem is they're all like varying degrees of attractive, but I wouldn't say any of them were below. I wouldn't say any of the ones that made it. Like when they showed you the whole group of people, 
there's a couple in there that you were like, they're eh, not going to get much screen time. And they did not. All of the people that got screen time ended up being somewhat attractive. There's a part after you propose and all of this stuff, the following day you meet for the first time and it's like this long corridor and there's rooms at either end with frosted doors that pop open. All I kept thinking was I would have loved to go on this show and I'm sure I do just fine in the room. Like that girl, Amber, would have been into me. And then the door would have opened and she would have been like, yeah, got to go. Every dude there had a 10 pack. Even the fucking scientist was like six foot four with like, you know, jacked arms. I'm like, that doesn't shit doesn't count. No, what we got to do is clone Dave and put him on there and see what happens. That's not fair. Nobody deserves that. And we know what you should do is have Dave do that and have all of the women be violent criminals. They've got no prospects. And even they'd be like, pass. Yeah. No. Give me to the chair. Yeah. I want to show that's called Dave gets dumped. And we just keep bringing in like worse and worse and worse people just to see like how low it will go before somebody doesn't dump Dave. That's not saying a lot for Lisa, though. I mean, oh, well, she's got she's got Stockholm syndrome. We all know that. That's fine. Yeah, I still don't know. Again, maybe she's a violent criminal. Yeah, she could be a violent criminal. I haven't talked to him in a while. Maybe something's wrong. No, I spoke to him like two days ago. You spoke to him or you texted with him? I texted with him. Mm. If you texted with him, you didn't hear his voice. Anybody could type shit into the, his phone. Especially if she's cut his face off and is wearing it as a mask, it'll unlock his phone. Why would she do that to herself? I don't know. Oh, man, I want to look like this. You know why? Because you never feel better than when you realize that you don't look like Dave. (laughs) I have a question. It's been in the back of my head for this whole time, and I've been thinking about whether or not I should ask it because I can't figure out a way to ask it and not sound like a complete buffoon. So I'm going to go for it. Is there any other way to dry yourself off when you get out of the shower other than just using a towel? Not that's efficient. No, there's not. Right. I mean, there's the old doggy shake them out, but that gets messy and you have to do it for a while. And I don't, I'm not going to stand there and shake that. Nobody needs to know that that's happening. There's the hair dryer. You put that on cool. Yeah. Which is slow goes it. And if you don't turn it down enough and you try to blow dry sensitive areas, you're going to send a scrote. Other than that, I can't think of any other ways. Val, do you have f- fast drying shower tips? No, but as a person who really hates doing laundry and has not done laundry in a bit of a long time, I have been just drying the towels so that way they just dry. I'm not going through like my whole supply. And this morning I realized that my towel was still wet from yesterday because I hung it up wrong and I had to use my robe. Oh, wow. Nothing is more uncomfortable than putting on your robe thinking that you might be dry and you're not. I agree. You know what I do? I won't say nothing though. Have you ever put socks on wet feet? The worst. That's not comfortable either. That's a rough one. I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know, they have those, you know, like the Dyson Airblade and all the different hand dryers. I was like, why don't they have something like that for full body? And then from that, I was like, but, you know, all those things do is suck the duty particles out of the air and blow them all over your fucking hands. (laughs) So which is not, I don't need that on my whole body. I don't use them. Like if I go to a bathroom and that's what they have, I don't even use it. I end up just washing my hands and drying them on my pants because it makes me sick to my stomach thinking about it. Because they also have those really only in public bathrooms, which are infinitely more disgusting 
Also, as a side note, terrible for causing hearing loss on children. Really? Because they're lower down. They don't test the decibels of them when they're that close. So they do it based on like a normal adult height. A kid who's there is way closer and it's prolonged exposure to like 110 decibels. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yep. Just another reason not to use them. No more duty hands. Don't cause hearing loss on your children. It got me thinking about like, do you do a drying chamber that has like an intake from fresh air outside. I got, I got like real deep. I got like real deep into this. I had just gotten out of the shower, actually. Right. I figured that would be the impetus. By the time I had thought all that through, I was like, oh, I'm dry. <laughs> Here we go. All set. I guess the towel works. So were you out of towels or something? Like, or are you just like, uh, having to rub this thing on my back is so much extra effort that I don't want to do. No, I, I was using the towel and I was like, it's got to be a better way, right? There does. I mean, there's got to be a better way. Hey, Malta, you've been listening to us talk about business and technology. Pitch us <laughs> your ideas yeah. about what new drying methods we can use. What have you given us since Popeye in the 80s? Probably lots of things, but I'm an ignorant asshole. I'd really like to know. Nearlycoherent.com forward slash contact. Right in. Let us know. Do it now. Yeah, we're going to sit here and wait until somebody sends. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not. We're in it. We're waiting. Yeah, we're waiting now. Okay. I like that Val can't quite tell whether we're joking or not. <laughs> I know you're not. Very awkward. Guys, I want to take my sleepy time meth and try to get a snooze. Come on. Oh, I already took it. Oh, so you replaced drinking with that for the podcast. That makes sense. I'm telling you it doesn't work. Fair enough. Next time I'm off on a Wednesday, going back to drinking. I don't know if you know this, but when you drink alcohol, you can stop at a certain point and not drink all the alcohol until you're completely obliterated and tripping on things and breaking feet. You don't need to get there. It's pretty easy. Like just take the amount of alcohol you used to drink and drink less of it or alternate drink, double that and see if you come back around. Yeah. It's just like a lap. Exactly. We don't know if they've done the science on that. We don't know better ways of drying ourselves or the science on that. Malta better come through is all I'm saying. I will tell you this on any of the double blind placebo controlled experiments that I've conducted with myself. That's never been the case. I have never drank myself around the lap where I came back to normal. (laughs) Go for the lap. (laughs) Drank myself to where I woke up in an ATM vestibule. Sure. Bench in a subway station in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Sure. Back around to normal. Not a once. Listen, I believe in Val. I believe that she can do it. And going for the gold. She should go for the gold. She should be the Usain Bolt of drinking. You should. Whereas I am the try to steal a police bicycle from in front of a police station, but be too drunk to ride said police bicycle and just fall and lay on the bike until the police come and (laughs) take you off of it. That type of Usain Bolt of drinking. It's a very different type of Usain Bolt, but still a Usain Bolt. Exactly. I really hope I'm saying his name correctly. You're, you're close. It's either Usain or Usain. I always hear it. I always say it as Usain. All right. Or no, I'm sorry. That's not true. I think I always say it as Usain Bolt. Well, one of us is right. It's true. And that's the important thing. I wish Val would find out which one of us is right. I'd love to know. <laughs> I'm so 
so not used to fact checking you guys anymore. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Fact check. TikTok. It's Usain. Ooh. Usain. All right. Well, I'm the asshole. Usain That's Bolt. fine. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do it one more time. Usain Bolt. Okay. Well, that guy says it's Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. And there you have it. I sit corrected. There is a whole YouTube video of how to pronounce Usain Bolt. Oh, my God. Usain it won't Bolt. stop. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. That's it. This is the end. The machines are taking over. This is how it began. Elon Musk warned us. So now that we're running away from machines, Jeff, do you, do you have anything else before the apocalypse starts? Yeah. One question. Do you think it's legal to kill a zombie? Like if zombies become a thing, you can kill them, right? That's not murder. Good question. I believe it would not be murder because some somehow intellectual double jeopardy. If they're already dead, you can't kill that, which is already dead. Ergo. Right. You're just putting the dead back is really all you're doing. You're cleaning up. I think it's fine. Let's check with our legal expert. Duke, do you concur? I do. I do concur. One more quick one. Do you think that bodies that were embalmed can come back as zombies? No. Okay. They're missing the juice. I'm good. Have a good night. All right. Bye, Val. Oof, I must have had a tough day because I am bludgeoning Dave to death. Sorry, bud. Miss you. I want to let you know the apology getting cut, the joke staying in. All right. Well, that's, it is what it is. Can you leave the miss you in there? <laughs>